Welcome to All You Need to Know, the show where you hear about everything and learn about nothing. Here are your hosts, Quinn Eaton and DJ Pig. Episode 90. Can you believe it? We are here. Um, can you believe it? 89 episodes or 89 episodes ago, we started the podcast. Yeah. And now we're at number 90. Um, it's and unreal. It's, it's actually crazy. As, as far as how long we've done this, uh, the fact that, you know, we've been on the brink of cancellation for quite some time. Oh, several times. And you know what? We wanted to keep this secret, but let's go ahead and say it. Uh, we didn't know if we were going to be back for this week. Right. Uh, we get, we had some rough numbers last week. Yeah. Uh, Curtis kind of let us know. He said, hey, you guys might need to start packing your things up and maybe find something else to do. Because both of us do this as our main source of income. Right. And Oh, it's been a struggle. It has, yes. Because we actually always come out in the negative. We've been doing this for about right. two years. And we always have a gross income of about... Negative one thousand dollars. Yeah, I'm not proud of some of the things that I've had to do just to just to get by. Right, uh, and we won't get into that. But right. we, what we will get into is the fact that we have an absolutely fantastic website called theallyouneedtoknow.com. Yeah. Now, someone that you know might be might just be stumbling upon the podcast at the moment. Uh, might might say, well, what is that? Well, all we do is we write articles. Yep. Uh, they're very informative. They're also very entertaining. It's kind of like this podcast. Put into article format. But you get to yes. read it instead of listen to it. Right, and it, I guess it doesn't take as long because right. you just get to read right through it. Yep. So that's the beauty of it. And you know what else is on our website? Because we've got we've got news, sports. Yep. Uh, we've got an advice column, which I would highly recommend. If you right. have any sort of need for advice, you go to the advice column with Isaac Bear. He does a phenomenal job. But you know what another tab is? What's that? The merchandise tab. The merchandise. Now listen, the merchandise tab, some of you might be saying, merchandise, what are you talking about? Shut your pie hole. Uh, to those people, I'm saying, yes, we've got plenty of merchandise. We've got the original AY2K logo. Yep. We've got the alternate headphones AY2K logo. Yep. We've got hats. We've got mugs. We've got everything that you it's could fantastic. think of. Uh, uh, we've also got certain shirts that correspond with different episodes. Maybe we said something that we thought would go great on a shirt, and so that is up on our storefront. They're so much fun. So go check that out They're on the merchandise comfy, tab. And they turn heads. They turn heads in a good way, right? Right. Because sometimes if a, an outfit turns a head, you're like, oh goodness, what are they wearing? Well, this is the kind of like, oh, okay. I see what that. I got to figure out what that is. And the best thing yeah. about it, on the back of most of the merchandise, it says theallyouneedtoknow.com. Yep. So those people uh, that are like, well, what is that? And they turn their head. Then they read the website name and they're like, okay, I got to check this out. Yep. So make sure uh, that you guys check out theallyouneedtoknow.com because that is still up and going and we highly recommend you check it out. Yep. Now we've got a lot to get to today. Uh, this is going to be pretty much our first self help episode. Now we've put out, we've churned out a ton of podcasts, DJ. Yeah. I mean, more than we probably should have. Uh, just sitting here and looking, we should have taken a break at some point. One could but say. We continually put them out week to week, uh, and I think that the fans like it. Uh, but we might be getting a little tired, and we're just, we, you know, we're not, we're I, not I'm saying, tired. We're not saying that we were upset that we didn't get canceled. I'm, I'm not even. No, go no, there. no. We no. love being in the studio every single week, and that's why this week we said let's help out. Uh, because most of the time we're just informing people. Right. But how many times have we uh, came in into contact with criticism ourselves? Oh. Uh, we'll get an email. Plenty. 
Uh, most of our emails are, you know, they're not constructive criticism. No. They're destructive criticism, which is what we're going to get to here in a second. Yeah. But most of our emails are, uh, you guys are terrible, or gosh dang, just get to the topic. Yeah. It takes you guys too long to get to the topic. Uh, even, you know, someone someone sent an email and it said, I've never heard a worse podcast in my life. See, that's I can't believe that you. I can't believe that you guys are continuing to do this. Sincerely, Grandma. And I said, oh my goodness, Grandma. Yeah. I texted her. I said, what was that about? And, yeah. she, and she didn't apologize. She stood by it. Uh, but let's go ahead and I think... Now that we've introduced this and we've got the idea of criticism on our minds, I think the people want us to dive into it. They need some help with how to handle criticism. Let's go ahead and do it. What do you say? Let's let's do it. How to handle criticism. Episode 90. Like I was saying... I think everyone comes across some criticism in their, maybe even their daily life, but at some point in their life, there's some criticism. I mean, I'm sure you've been criticized over things, right? Oh, plenty of times. Maybe the way you dress, or the way you smell, or the way you talk, possibly. What are you saying? I'm just saying those are options. Not not specifically intended for you. Okay. I was just putting those out in the air. If that seemed like it was directed towards you. I showered before I came. And, and I'm not, and I don't want to, I'm not trying to get you all riled up here, all right. but I'm just saying that uh, those are some things that you could be criticized about. Yeah. You know what I'm criticized about? People say, uh, oh, Quinn, your shoulders are too broad. Or uh, you're you're devilishly handsome. You should let us have some of the handsome that you have. Really? Uh, things like that. And it always hurts a little bit, you know, like that kind of yeah, criticism. Yeah, I could see where that one would yeah. really sting. Um, so it's, it's criticism like that. And let's go ahead and define uh, criticism, okay? Because people are sitting there and they're saying, what is criticism? I don't understand. Well, criticism is defined as the expression of disapproval of someone or something based on perceived faults or mistakes. So that's criticism, okay? And now I earlier mentioned constructive criticism and destructive criticism. Right. In layman's terms, DJ, go ahead and describe to the people uh, what the difference is, okay? Well, the difference between constructive criticism and destructive criticism is... Uh, the way in which comments are delivered. Right. Yeah, and, and although both So the for- criticism itself isn't different. Right. It's just like, oh, someone's nice about it, or, oh, someone's they're just absolutely... Dick. Yeah, yeah, they're a huge asshole about yeah. it. Yeah. So, I mean, although both forms are challenging, uh, character, although... Both forms are challenging. Uh, right. I think what you're trying to say, your ideas, character, or ability... Right. Uh, when someone is giving the destructive criticism, I think what you were getting at, uh, it can hurt your pride, and it can have yeah. negative effects on maybe even your self-esteem and confidence. Right. I think that's what you were trying to say. And that's one thing that I've had criticism about is, is my ability to kind of stumble over my own thoughts and words. Right, right. And so uh, that's what I'm going to here, – here's an example of destructive criticism towards what just happened. Yeah. Um, you are illiterate and you're a piece of trash. Now that's destructive yeah. criticism. Right. Now here's some constructive criticism. Yeah. DJ, I think you went into that reading uh, pretty confident. Yeah. Uh, it didn't work out like you wanted to. And right. And that's perfectly fine because everyone makes mistakes. Well, I need some practice. Right. So that, yeah. which one did you prefer? Did you prefer the destructive criticism or the, uh, the constructive criticism? I, pre- I preferred the constructive criticism due to the fact that... Uh, uh, you know, nicer. you called me a piece of trash. I did, and I called yeah. you illiterate, which, uh, you know, synonyms, basically. Right. Uh, but here's the thing. 
people aren't aren't sitting here and they're they're wondering oh what's the difference between constructive criticism and destructive criticism they don't want the definition even though that helps yeah. people are tuning in today maybe or mm-hmm. or they're not uh, and if they're not then they don't know that they aren't because they're not listening to the podcast itself right. however and that's and that now we're getting existential and we don't need to dive into that because we've got too much to get to today we're going to give you five ways to handle criticism Mm -hmm. and i think that that's like this is something you usually have to pay for like you go to a conference for a weekend or maybe you buy an audiobook and it's how to how to handle criticism we're giving it to you for free yeah Um, so we're just gonna go ahead and say you're welcome yeah whoever's listening today we're gonna give you five ways to handle criticism that i don't think you've ever thought about Mm -hmm. i don't think that you ever you have ever utilized yep and you definitely uh have not Come up with it yourself. Right. Because these are five innovative, creative, yet impactful ways to deal with criticism, okay? Right. So we've got five different ways to do it. Let's go first with number one. It's the classic turn the other cheek. Ah. So someone comes at you with some criticism. Maybe they're saying uh, your eyebrows aren't uh, full or or your beard's a little scruffy. Yeah. Uh, Stuff like that. What do you do uh, in the turn the other cheek form of of handling criticism? That would be uh, just to sidestep that comment. Right. Uh, maybe ignore that it was said, or maybe uh, just say thank you and, and go on with it. Right. And act like it didn't happen. And act like it didn't happen. So you you stick your butt at them, uh, and then once they're done delivering it, then you move towards the other butt cheek. And right. Then, and t- turning the cheek. Turning the cheek. Yes. Yeah. Uh, and then that's in that's in the physical sense and the metaphorical sense that you're right. turning the cheek. Uh, a lot of people get confused; they think it's all uh, a metaphor there, uh, but it is important there to is, turn the other cheek right, there is and possibly literal... get the hell out of there, yeah. get the hell out of dodge. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, turning the other cheek is something that a lot of people preach, um, and it's hard to do. Just just sitting from a you know a standpoint of someone that's been through something like this, uh, and and trying to just deal with it mm-hmm. or maybe even brush it off and walk away. That is tough to do. It's easier said than done. Oh, absolutely. So for those people, like myself, that might say, you know, I have trouble turning the other cheek. Right. uh, Coach them up and say, well, this is how you should handle it. This is, turning the other cheek is as easy as this. What would you you tell those people? Um, As easy as pie. Easy as pie. Um, As easy as waffles. Okay, well, Um, are waffles easy? I think waffles are plenty easy. As in... As making it, making a waffle, or maybe just throwing an ego waffle. It, how about how about turning the other cheek is as easy as an ego waffle. Okay. You just chuck it. Well, in the, the next one was easy like Sunday morning. Easy like a Sunday morning, yes, and that's perfectly fine. And so turning the other cheek, uh, in essence, is basically uh, like a Sunday morning. You're just nothing can bother you. Right. Uh, you're walking through through life with maybe maybe rose colored glasses, yeah. rose tinted glasses, but. Uh, it's for a good purpose. Right. Uh, it's not. Whenever you hear the term "rose-colored glasses," usually they're like, "Oh, you're oblivious to things." Yeah. You're not oblivious to the criticism. No. You might even take a you're, little bit of it in. You're just letting it roll off your back like yeah. water off a duck's back. Water off off a duck's back. And I was. I think we could not get around this conversation without saying uh, "water off a duck's back." Right. Now, do you think that ducks? are offended by that statement. Uh, do you think that some ducks would like to have water on their back? I think ducks are not completely and totally aware of their own consciousness. Sure. Uh, so I think that no one really gives a Okay. All right. And so that's a beautiful answer. Yeah. Um, and let's go ahead and just dive into this. Uh, let's say that someone criticized a duck. Now, the duck 
would of course handle that criticism by turning the other cheek right. because they do not understand the human language. Right, or so ducking underwater. Or ducking, literally, yeah. underwater. Yeah, so that's actually a really good example of uh, what we just said. Duck the other cheek. Yeah, duck the other cheek. Uh, so if it's not turn the other cheek, make sure that you duck yeah. the other cheek. Okay, yeah. so I think we've got that one covered. Let's move on to number two. Now, this yeah. is the second way to handle criticism. DJ, go ahead right. and deliver... Uh, this one to the audience. The the second way to handle criticism is the subtle rebuttal. The subtle rebuttal. Oh, and this is a fantastic use. And it's also, it rhymes, sort of. Oh, uh, yeah. And so it's easy to remember. I yeah. think out of this entire list, people might remember the subtle rebuttal um, for, the, for the most part. The majority, they will remember this one and use it. Uh, let's go back and forth and just say subtle rebuttal a couple times. Ready? Right. Subtle rebuttal. 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 Rebuttal subtle. Subtle rebuttal. Okay. So subtle rebuttal is just basically someone coming up to you and saying, uh, man, you know what? It looks like you've gained some weight. Uh, and you say, well, look who's talking. Yeah. It's a subtle rebuttal right okay? it's it's not turning the other cheek because you're not letting it roll right off your back you might even take that criticism and be hurt by it right but what takes away that hurt is re the rebuttal okay right. my favorite subtle rebuttal is i know you are but what am i mm, now that is a is that a, but is that a subtle rebuttal i think it's fairly subtle because there's you we don't want to go blatant rebuttal okay now that's not what we're what we're preaching no no, no. it wants it's... it needs to be subtle okay right so uh go ahead and uh, let's just let's just do a little scenario because I think the okay. best way to maybe perform this at least through the podcast yeah. and deliver this is uh, to to put us in situations. Yeah. So I'm gonna I'm sitting on a bench in the mall. Okay. Uh huh. Uh, you don't know me. Yep. And uh, come up and criticize me. Okay. Yeah. So All I'm right. Sitting here. Yep. Hi, sir. Yes. What's going on? That shirt is too tight. Well, um, that's not what your wife said last night. So now that's a subtle. I don't know, I don't know how subtle that actually. Now that was. is definitely very subtle uh, because clearly he's a stranger. He doesn't know his wife, uh, so it's just a playful. They might even become friends after that, right? Uh, because the guy will say, "Hey, that was pretty good." Yeah, uh, like if, that quick wit. Yeah, if they can get past the fact that this random stranger just walked up to someone and told them that his shirt was way too tight, right? Uh, which that wasn't you weren't saying that to me, right? That was no, just that the, was just the scenario. Okay, because yeah. I feel like this is pretty a pretty loose shirt. Yeah, yeah, no, no, yeah, your um, shirt's fine. Thank you, I appreciate it. But the subtle rebuttal uh, is one that I know I have put into play many times. Yeah. Uh, sometimes it's it's even delivering something that shouldn't be subtle, but you deliver it in such a subtle fashion. Right. Uh, maybe such a a calm tone. Yeah. That the person doesn't kind of uh, understand and grip what you just said to them. Yeah. So I think as far as handling. Uh, someone coming up and possibly saying something offensive to you, the subtle rebuttal is definitely a viable option. Yeah. Um, do you think? Do you think that the subtle rebuttal is used most by moms? I think that a mom or think, a mother figure I would think, use. I think the mothers do have uh, a liking for the subtle rebuttal. Now, is subtle rebuttal the same thing as passive aggressive? Um. I think passive aggressive passive aggressive fits into the subtle rebuttal, but it's not necessarily the same thing. No, and and uh, passive aggressiveness is is tough. It's it's a sticky situation. Right. But I do think that uh, as far as being close to the subtle rebuttal, it's it's on the same street. It's in right. the same zip code as the subtle rebuttal. Uh, but just just to go ahead and in this one, 
Uh, we've got Turn the Other Cheek, and yep. we've got Subtle Rebuttal. Um, and so these, of course, you should be taking notes. Uh, I know uh, whenever we did this podcast, we ran through it with the test group. Right. By this time, they already had two and a half pages of notes. Yeah, outline um, form. Outline form, of yep. course. Uh, and so we're just, everyone that's listening, especially the uh, audience uh, groups, or not, not necessarily the, the audience groups, but the study groups, mm-hmm. uh, those, those are definitely taking notes vigorously. I'm hoping that there's some hand cramps already. Let's go ahead and go to the third way to handle criticism, which is, uh, of course, the accept and implement. Now, DJ, accept and implement. This is a two-step process. I, I feel like this one is probably the least common used. Right. Least right. commonly used. Okay. Um, and why is that? Why do you think that? Because... Um, People don't like hearing other people tell them what their flaws are. Right. So I know I don't. No, no, no. That's, and that's nobody for does. Sure. But it, it takes a real sense of maturity uh, to be able to accept the criticism that someone is giving to you and then use that and maybe try to work on it and fix it in your own life. And something that I something that just pops to my head as soon as I think of accept and implement this yeah. this form of handling criticism uh, is maybe. Uh, suburban neighborhood, yeah. and there's uh, one one fellow that has a very nicely trimmed yard, and he keeps his hedges all nice and square. Yep, uh, and he's got a trims his bushes. Yeah, he trims his bushes, and uh, he's got a neighbor. Uh, maybe his name is uh, Ned, okay. and uh, Ned's over there, and his yard's just filthy. Uh, yeah, there's like trash in it. Uh, he's got an old porcelain fountain in there. Yeah, it's never uh, has, mowed. Hasn't worked, and he doesn't mow, and there's yeah. weeds everywhere. Uh huh. Now. This would be a, a situation where I think that other the, the neighbor of Ned could go up to him and say, uh, Ned, listen, I, I really do think that you need to maybe take care of your lawn. Uh, first of all, it's hurting my property value. Right. It's also hurting my eyesight uh, yeah. because it's so ugly, your, your yard. And so Ned would have to take that and say, uh, you know what? You're right. I, yeah. I, I need to take care of my yard. Uh, and maybe even the neighbor in the accept and implement method. I think this works better if the person that's delivering the criticism also uh, offers help. Oh, absolutely. Uh, so, yeah. I was so about maybe, to say the same so maybe thing. the neighbor says, "Hey, if you need to use my lawnmower, or yeah. uh, if you need to borrow some money, or maybe if you need to, I don't know. I'm, I'm, I'm not going to offer up my wife, but I'm going to say if you guys want, if you guys want to talk for a while, like mm. I'm not against that. Okay. And it's just offering help. It's just saying you can do this." Uh, and, and in turn, you'll get this. I'm not sure how the cuckold situation fits into mm-hmm. offering help. Yes. Um, but I guess if he needed to hear a different perspective, like a woman's perspective, on how his yard looked, right. then yeah, maybe I could, I, I could understand that. Well, and that's, that's what I was going for. If that sounded like anything else, that's not, that's not what I meant. Um, and, the, and the fact is, uh, yes, uh, I think accept and implement. Uh, the best way to do this is to offer an incentive for that other person. Absolutely. Uh, so the const- the con- constructive criticism or destructive criticism, hopefully it's constructive. Right. Because in any form of criticism, I know that I'd always try to deliver constructive criticism yeah. or destructive criticism disguised as constructive criticism. Yeah. That, that's my favorite. Um, but yes, accept and implement, it's tough to do. Uh, for someone uh, like like the example that you said earlier, mm-hmm. uh, the, the guy came up to the to the guy sitting on the bench and he wasn't bothering anybody. Right. But the guy said, "Hey, uh, your shirt's way too tight." Yeah. Um, maybe the guy guy looks at his shirt and he says, "It is too tight. I need I need right. I'm in the mall. I, I need to go ahead and go buy a new shirt." Yeah. And so then he goes off and he buys a new shirt. Uh-huh. Uh And then you know maybe his wife comes back and he says she says, "Oh, honey, that shirt looks great on you." Yeah. And that 
is is a constructive form of criticism, even though at first initially it was destructive. So we just made a rev it was absolutely a revolutionary moment here, right? Because we just discovered that you can start as destructive criticism and it can morph and evolve into constructive criticism. Right, and it sounds like we got the character in our story laid. So right, yes, and that's always good whenever you have a story um, to get that person in, in a metaphorical sense uh, a reward basically right not necessarily what you said uh, but it just, doesn't always have to be no that. no 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 I'm no. just saying that it helped out because now he's gonna feel better about himself because he is wearing a shirt that fits better and his wife is complimenting him finding him more attractive than before with the shirt he was wearing now I, I'm not sure if you read uh, I, I recently wrote an article over mall benches. Uh, on, yeah, right. on the all you need to know dot com. Yeah. Um, it's it was an ode to mall benches. Ode to mall benches. Um, it's the place where all men go. Oh wait, to mall benches. Mall benches. Okay, I thought no, it was no, no, ode no. to mall. No, no, no. Don't even say oh, it. Don't okay. even say it. Right. Do not say it. Uh, mall benches. B e n c h e s. Yes. Okay. It's the it's the place where men can go, uh, whenever they're significant other is just absolutely wasting time right and, off and looking at lingerie and lingerie whatnot. and shirts and shoes and right. oh look at these should i try these on and that's when you just you right. retreat to the mall bench right. and so i wrote that article and it's weird that we've kind of come full circle here yeah and accidentally stumbled upon this character that is sitting on the mall bench we didn't give him a name what should his name be uh i would like his name to be uh jefferson Scott Jefferson. How about that? Yeah, F. Scott Jefferson. F. Scott Jefferson. So it's close to F. Scott Fitzgerald. Fitzgerald right. Uh, and in no relation, and he's definitely been asked a lot of times in his life, Yeah. Uh, wow, did they name you after F. Scott Fitzgerald? Right. Uh, which, of course, he says he's not sure because he never met his parents. Uh, but here's the yeah, thing. Yeah, what did Scott Fitzgerald do to anybody, by the way? Um, well, that the, the classic F. Scott Fitzgerald. Right. Yeah. Uh, the, the Ted. Is yeah. that the Ted joke? Yeah. yeah. Gosh, that's I, such a... Ted, too. Ted Two's fantastic. I and there's a lot of there's a lot of movies that they go into a sequel and it's not as good. But I Ted think two might Ted be Two than might first. be better than the first Ted. Yeah. I think Anchorman Two. Uh, Anchor, it's, Anchorman's it's, yeah. a classic, but Anchorman Two, uh, you, you can hold a candle to Anchorman One with Anchorman Two. Right. Um, there's a lot of sequels, which we're not talking about that. No, no, no. Maybe no, we no. should. Maybe we're getting a little off. Yeah, topic. we should. We should get okay, off the sidewalk. Okay. So here we go. We're coming back. We're reeling her back in. So, the first one was turn the other cheek. Then we've got subtle rebuttal. And then accept and implement. Yep. Which I think, out of the three, is the hardest to do. Oh, to absolutely. actually take the, the criticism that you're receiving and then put it into use. Yeah. The fourth one, something that I really think is effective, is feign ignorance. Ah. Okay? Now, this is where someone insults you and you just act like you don't understand yeah. Maybe you maybe keep asking for clarification. Yeah. Maybe even say, "Are you talking to me?" Yes. Things like that. Uh, whenever, whenever you see feigned ignorance at number four on this list, what's the first thing that comes to mind for you? Um, acting like I'm deaf. Mm. Yeah. Just acting like That's I don't option. hear. That's an option. Yeah. And in no way are we uh, taking away from the fact that that deaf people are uh, important to our society. Uh, They're not listening. What does it matter? Well, and that's a little offensive, but you're right. Um, but feigning ignorance is something that is an option. It's a viable option whenever it comes to handling criticism. Now, people are at home 
or maybe in their car. Uh, it would actually be interesting to, to maybe put a poll out there and say, hey, how do you listen to this podcast? Yeah. Like, do you listen to it in your car or while you're walking? Maybe while you're exercising? I'm not entirely sure. But uh, that's a, and I'll go ahead and write that down as a poll question because yeah. that's kind of interesting to find out. However, people are saying feign ignorance. I'm not, I'm not necessarily really following. Let's go ahead and try to better describe what that exactly means. Okay. So criticism, of course. Someone comes up. Yeah. Go ahead and criticize me. Um, I don't like that color on you. Uh, I, I, what are colors? What are colors? Water colors. What, I, I don't have any. No, I, I, thank you very much. Here's a $5 bill. I don't now understand that, what now, happened. So now, yeah. they, I have the upper hand because I feigned ignorance. You have confused You the, have confused the, bully. the constructor. Right. I guess so we could go ahead and call well, them. Yeah, in that case, it could be a bully. Right. And so I, in a, in a sense, I said, hey, um what are colors and you said what are colors and i said watercolors and yeah. so now everyone's just jumbled up you you forget why you were even there right. and then you and then of course the person that is putting down the other person just kind of walks away like what just happened yeah so i think that this is i, I we just painted a pretty clear picture that this works this is extremely effective right um i know i've done this before uh i've, I've had people come up to me uh and say hey your backpack uh, smells kind of funny. Yeah. And then I just, uh, oh, this isn't my backpack. And they say, well, it's on your back. Right. And I say. And you're packing it. And I'm packing and, yeah. and I go, oh, no, 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 this isn't my backpack. This is a friend of mine's. Yeah. And they go, oh, well, they need to get their backpack checked out. And I say, yeah, I'll make sure to let them know. Yeah. So maybe a little subcategory in this ignorance part is. Uh, Blame it on somebody Blaming else. it on someone else. Yeah. yeah. So if, if someone comes up and says. Hey, you smell funny. Like, oh well, I was just sitting next to a guy at the movies, and he right. was and he was smoking, uh, which isn't allowed, and right. eating sweet tarts. Yeah, uh, and so that's the. And smell he had some serious tit sweat going on. Yeah, some some very very aggressive tit sweat for how cold the theater was. Right. Theaters are most of the time pretty chilly, and I like. Yeah. But I I think that a good temperature for a movie theater is around sixty eight, right? Right, sixty eight, seventy, somewhere yeah. around there. Yeah, I would say so because. It's just, you're watching the movie, you want to be kind of like at home, and I think that's where my thermostat is usually whenever I'm at home. Right. Uh, so definitely if the guy sitting next to you has some aggressive tit sweat going on, uh-huh. uh, there's there's a red flag there for sure. Right. Um, and and the, the feigning ignorance part, it's not hard to do. Some people yeah. do it on on purpose, some people do it on accident. Right. So where, where do you think, as far as uh, communication goes... Uh, the demographic that would most most likely feign ignorance, because I'm going to go ahead and say that it's either side of the spectrum feigning ignorance as a young child or as an old, uh, you know, generational triumph. Right. Well, and with the older generation, uh, the feigned ignorance comes from just kind of being Memory out loss. of the loop. Yes. Some, yeah. Some of the uh, uh, CRS disease. Yes. Um, that we've talked about before. And then with younger children, I think it kind of gets all the way up through about seventh or eighth grade, like a, like a middle school or junior high mm-hmm, age. For sure. All right. And then you get into high school, and then people kind of mature and grow up, and you're able to understand a little bit more. Uh, so, yeah, you get those two ages up until 12 or 13 or up maybe, what, a past 60? Yeah, I would say so. And, and, and those, those two age ranges, they don't understand sometimes right. when somebody's or, or some, talking you know, some and smack. For example, you say... Uh, to a, maybe an older person, hey, I called you. If I call you, you need to make sure you answer. Right. The old person goes, you didn't call me. Yeah. Or, I texted you. Why didn't you check your phone? I don't have a phone. 
yeah. and you say you say well yes you do and yeah. if you don't know where it is then we need to find that asap right uh, a story that comes to mind uh, just as an example for the younger generation uh-huh um i was in elementary school and early on in the day I crapped my pants. Oh. Yes. Yeah, and that's it no was, good. And it was bad. I, I raised my hand. I went to the bathroom. Uh, tried to shovel some of it out. Uh, and then to kind of make, make do of the situation. And But basically, you know, long story short, I sat my feces for the entire day. Um, and I'm in the line waiting to go home. And this kid next to me says, uh, man, uh, something smells really bad. And I, practicing this, I said, oh, I think it's the kid in front of me. Ah, sidestepping, pushing the blame. I clearly fooled him uh, because he believed it. He bought it hook, line, and sinker. Yep. Not not hooker, line, and sinker, um, and which is, of course, uh, manslaughter. Hooker, line, and sinker. That would be manslaughter, correct? Right. Right. Um, but uh, the, the purpose of this is just maybe not putting the blame because now we're, we're starting to, to blur the line between feigning ignorance and blaming someone else. Yeah. But it, I think it does, uh, as some of these others, uh, it has subcategories, and I think that would definitely work. Well, yeah. So we've covered the first four. Ooh. And I think people are like, geez, what else do we need? Um, I don't know what else, how else I could handle criticism. I'm running out of uh, notes, note room yeah. on, on my paper. Well, wait, there's more. There is one final one that will cover all kinds of criticism that you could ever face. Probably the one I put into use right. the most. Number five on our list. Yeah. Insult his slash her mother. Yeah. Now, this is where you bring in the yo mama jokes. Ah. This is where you get extremely personal. Yeah. This is where you gather information or you assume information about that person's mother. Exactly. And you attack them back. Yep. So now, none of these, of course, were attack, attack mm-hmm. back, which is, of course, I guess it could be number five. But what we're saying here is be specific, and instead of just attacking in generalities, insult their mother. Oh, you want to try to hurt them. Yes. Emotionally and spiritually. Uh, go ahead and give the people an example of, of maybe, or I'll go ahead and come up to you and say, uh, your ears are really big. Your mom's a hoe. So, and and there it's level the playing field. Oh, yeah. Just by that simple uh, few words that you muttered back to me. Um, I can't come back from that. Yeah. And I'm feeling worse than you are. No, you're going home with your tail between your legs. Right. And the thing is, whenever you insult someone's mother, that takes it to another level. Mm -hmm. Um, And maybe you don't feel that great about it, but the more that you do it, the more that you practice, uh, it becomes easier. Right. Uh, The guilt kind of goes away. So I think insulting uh, someone's mother is... Maybe the easy way out, uh, right. of course, because con- constructive criticism, you, you shouldn't insult their mother. Uh, but if someone comes up to you firing with some destructive criticism, right. that's when you bring out the yo mama jokes. Right. Uh, yo, yo mama so fat yeah. uh, that she broke the, the truck stop scale, something like that. Yeah. But that's exactly. a pretty good that, one, right? That's solid. Yeah. yeah that's, I that's, just that's, came up with that right it, off the cuff. Yeah, that's pretty That's pretty solid. Um, or you can always go with the... Uh, the the po- well-known ones, yes. Well, you've got the well-known ones okay. or... Uh, also offensive is the porking of the mothers. Uh, well, and I don't think we should... We, remember, we have a lot of kids listening. And, right. Uh, that that just means taking your mom to a nice barbecue restaurant. Exactly. Uh, so Pulled pork. Pulled pork. Uh, that's that's what we're talking about there. Little slab of ribs. So um, we've got turn the other cheek. We've got the subtle rebuttal. Uh-huh. Uh, we've got accept and implement. We've got feign ignorance yep. slash blame it on someone else. Right. Or... Of course, the number five, insult his slash her mother. Now, those are all 
absolutely perfect ways to handle whatever is coming at you. Mm -hmm. And I think that everyone's going to walk away from this episode uh, feeling refreshed and feeling ready to go out and tackle the world because I don't think there's anything that comes into play as far as daily life more than criticism. You get criticized, I'd go and say, three to four times a day. Oh, at least. Yeah, and sometimes you don't know about it. Maybe it's behind your back. Uh, Whenever behind your back criticism happens... Uh, you just have to keep everybody on your to- on their toes. So if you haven't seen your friend in a while, or maybe you see your friend uh, in a, from a distance, go up to him and then say, uh, "What were you saying about me?" And yeah. then they'll say, "I wasn't saying anything about you." And mm-hmm. you say, "That's that's right," and you better yeah. not. Uh, yeah. So you just keep people on their toes and yeah. in line. Uh, but DJ, as far as you know, maybe criticism between uh, myself uh, and you, yeah. I feel like we have a pretty good relationship. Oh, absolutely. You uh, is there, but is there any? Uh, you know, I'll go ahead and be an example here. Uh, just be a hundred percent honest, um, and go ahead and criticize anything that you think maybe I should change about myself. Uh, and I will try to use one of these five okay. uh, ways. And this right. will, this will be the perfect way to end the episode yeah. and really showcase that uh, you can handle criticism in a beneficial manner for both parties. Right. Well. Um, so just yeah, just whatever. I, I I think that maybe from time to time. Uh, you you can be uh, tad controlling, um, a little bit bossy, and uh, sometimes is that right? Are you being? Is this for real? Well, I mean, sometimes you can be a little prickish. This isn't a this isn't a game, right? That you're saying these no, things. No, yeah, this is you know I'm getting. Um, this I, is from the heart, is what yeah, you're saying. Yeah, I'm, I'm I'm I'm. This is this is. Uh, I think that people might like you more if uh, you didn't walk around naked so much. Okay. I, it's just I think it makes other people uncomfortable, and mm-hmm. I think that maybe if you just put your schlong up from time to time, <laughs> you're crying about it. It makes me upset. I know, and and here's the thing, DJ. With all those things you said, I'm taking those very very deep. I'm understanding what you're saying, and I'm trying to console you now <laughs> since you're crying. Uh, I didn't mean to uh, get these emotions out of you, uh, but I will say that you can go <laughs> yourself. Uh, because that all of that criticism was stupid oh. and uh, probably uncalled for. Well, uh, for you to sit there and say those things about me was absolutely churlish, and I'm not going to sit here and be ostracized okay. uh, while you... Ostracized? Uh, ostracized. Why are you being ostracized? I'm not being ostracized. See, you're, you're absolutely illiterate. You're ignorant. Uh, you're just one of the worst co-hosts that anyone could have. Um, but, and, and this is... And, Audience, just to let you know, this is how we're handling the criticism. Right. I started to throw it back at him uh-huh. a little bit, which is perfectly fine because he said some very personal stuff. I about tried to me. do the feign ignorance, right method. Right. Uh, and and any way that you handle criticism, it's going to be tough, but you just got to power through it. Uh, I hope that DJ and I were joking about oh, what yeah. we were saying about each other, right. or at least in a lighthearted fashion. Yeah. Uh, but we will go ahead and talk about that after the show because that's all the time we have for today. So I hope you learned something. I hope you can go out and tackle whatever is coming at you in the world. Yeah. My name is Quinn Eaton. I am DJ Pig. And you guys, take it easy. This has been All You Need to Know. If you have a topic you would like to hear about, message us on Twitter or Facebook or send us an email at allyouneed2no00 at gmail.com. Rate, review, and subscribe on Apple Podcasts. And tune in every Wednesday because here at AYN2K, we've got you covered.